from the book of Isaiah chapter number 37. Verse 3, King James. And they said unto him, Thus said Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble, and a rebuke, and a blasphemy. For the children are come to birth, and there is not strength to bring them forth. Father, in the name of Jesus we give glory and praise to your name. We thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. And we ask now, Lord, that you would position us so that we can receive this word. Don't let us leave the way we came in. But we're seeking a closer walk with you. Let us hear your voice clearer. Let our decision be more concise. And let us do those things that bring glory and praise to your name. We'll bless your name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. Let me address you just for a little while today from this text. And I want to address you with a subject, bring back the power. Bring back the power. Amen. We started asking about power. What is it? In physics, power Amen, is defined as the amount of energy consumed per unit time. It is the ability to do or act, the capability of doing or accomplishing something. In social science and political power, it is the ability to influence or control the behavior of people. On last uh, Sunday, Elder Wilson brought us an inspiring message from Second Chronicles seven fourteen that says, "If my people, which are called by my name, should humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven." I will forgive their sins and I will heal their lame. It seems that whenever God is ready for revival in the lame or in our lives, he sends problems. And problems drive us to prayer, which brings about the power. Pleasure. Do not birth prayer. Pleasure. Do not birth prayer. But problems and trouble do. It seems that during this hour, the power in our churches have been replaced by organization, education, and entertainment. Many churches today gather crowds of people bringing in stars to perform. And the people will come and sit on the pews and still not have no worship. I don't need a performer for me. 
when I think of what God have done for me without the organ, choir can sing if they want to. But if the praise team don't sing, I gotta praise. Is there a witness in this house? Because after I go through the hell I've been through all week long, I'm already tuned up. I already got my praise. You don't have to entertain me. Just give me a space. And just give me a space. And I don't need a whole lot. Because I do a whole lot in a short space. There anybody know what I'm talking about. Because see, when I come to church, I ain't waiting on nothing. I ain't waiting on nobody. I come with my praise already. Because I've been thinking all week what he's done for me. He bought me from a mighty long way. Brother Steve, sometimes I know I didn't deserve it. But God didn't count me out. And I want to say to some of us in here. Stop counting up the people in the church that you think don't qualify. They might be better qualified than you are. Don't be surprised when God starts using them because, see, they don't know how to cover their stuff up. See, you're an expert at covering your stuff up, but they don't know how to cover up, so you see the raw person. Amen. But uh, there are those that have this power in the Spirit of God. Amen. And, and God is bringing some trouble in their lives. I think everybody in here have been touched with some kind of trouble. The reason why God got to touch us with trouble is because when we don't have no trouble, we forget about God. Uh, ain't that something, though? When you get up and you got all of the stuff ahead of you, you'll get up and, uh, oh, Lord, I forgot to pray. Not that... Uh, you know, you don't love God, but sometimes you forget to pray. But ain't that something when you go to bed with trouble, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning is pray. pray. Amen. The pastor don't have to call a fast when you got trouble. You fast on your own, and you don't care if nobody see you. I just need a word from the Lord. There's something about problems that would cause one to move earnestly in their pursuit of God. The Bible is filled with examples of problems, amen, that uh, bring people to prayer that led them to the power of God. In our text, Israel is put in such a position. Israel is now faced with Amen. A group of people numbering in the tens of thousands. And Israel only have a few people in comparison. But now the reason why Israel have such a few is because Israel have forsaken God. And God will reduce you when you don't seek his face. So if there is a reduction, it's only because Amen. God have allowed certain things to happen to bring about certain uh, things in our lives that will bring us back to him. So Israel now is at a place and Sennacherib has sent a group there to completely annihilate them. They had cut off their water supplies and Israel had forgotten about God and she was going about her pleasure. And every now and then, God will cut off your pleasure so that you'll start seeking God because you need some power in your life. 
So what will happen then, problems will bring prayer and prayer will bring the power. You can't have power without prayer. Somebody need to be praying in this place right now. Amen. And so Israel was at that place where she had lost her connection with God but God will show up on your doorstep and he'll bring some problems with you because he's going to get what he wants, amen if he got to bring ways up hell he's going to get what he wants he wants us to have some problem and uh, in the text, amen Hezekiah is saying this is a sad day it's like a woman who have had uh, amen, had been pregnant now the time has come for her deliverance I think that it's I think redeemed is pregnant at this time I think it's time now for us to amen bring forth but is there enough power in the house have we substituted the power for pleasure amen because it seemed to me everybody is on a, a, a quest for pleasure I want more money why so I can have more pleasure. Amen. I want uh, more time. Why you want more time? So I can have more pleasure. It seems as if the, amen, the Bible said in the last day, men would be lovers of pleasure more than the lovers of God. But God wants somebody who will fall in love with God. Let me ask you, do you love him? Do you love him as much as you did on you? yesterday. I remember when I first got saved, honey, I never fell out of love with God. I have fallen out with people, but I've never fallen out of love with God. He still thrills me. Amen. And even now and then, God will send some problems in your life. Amen. And it seems as if as long as there is something that you can lean on. Y'all be careful now because God might start uh, pulling out some of these props that we've been propped up on amen but as long as we got away we won't trust God amen as long as we can reach out and get a little means we won't trust God some of us have gotten to the place now we don't run out of money and it seems as if when you run out of money you run out of sense some of us have gone down to the check class place and there are places where you can go down there. You know how it is. You go down there and get, uh, what is it, $500, something like that. And when you get the $500, the next week you got to carry back what? Is it $575? Somebody in here, come on now. Y'all, y'all know y'all been there. Uh, educate me. What is it? How much? You got to curve back, thank you, daughter. Amen. You got to curve back 575. But but you know, we don't never think about it. if I can pay a man 575, then I could have kept my own money and kept my $75, isn't it? But God will let you get to the place you can't even get money from a place they're gonna charge you $75 for $500. And when that place is not running out, guess what you start 
doing. You'll start going on your knees and start saying, God, I need your help because I don't have enough power on my own. I need your help. I believe it was David who cried out and said, in Psalms 18 and 3, he said, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemy. God will let hell rise up around you so you'll call on the name of the Lord. And in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 22, this is what it said. He said, in my distress, you see people ain't calling on God as long as everything is going good. But in distress and every now and then, God will stress you out because he don't want you operating without the power. And we, we are trying to do it without the power. We got to have power. Would y'all admit that redeemed need power? We need power to break the curses and the yokes of people who are bound up. We need power. We need power in our schools because our kids are being subject to some of everything. As Ella Wilson said on last week, the, the, the brainwashing is going on, but we need some power. Can I get somebody to say power? Power. We need power. We need power in our home because the devil is trying to break up marriages and bringing up a whole bunch of stuff. We need power. We need power because he's trying to mix up the sexes. When a woman look at another woman and lust after her, something is wrong. But we need power. We need power when our hard-headed, bull-legged man look at another man and start warning him, huh? Lord have mercy, we need power and therefore God will send a little trouble to the church every now and then because it seems as if we operate better under stress than we do under pleasure but I thank God for his goodness I heard, I believe it was David cried out in Psalms 119.71 he said it was good that I was afflicted how many of y'all know you would have left church but because God sent the right amount of trouble amen at the right time it made you pray is there a witness in this house oh hallelujah but we need power power can I get somebody to shout power we need power Powers in prayer. Oh God, help me. And it seems as if when things get tough shown up, God's people start praying. But if my people that are called by my name, if they would humble themselves, seek my face. God said, I'll hear from heaven. God said, I'll hear the lane. There is gifts and talents in this building. But we don't have the power to bring it to fruition. Let me say this. I don't call myself no prophet. But some of us are going to get swallowed by a whale. Because the, the body needs your gift. But you want to sell it. You want somebody to recognize you. You ain't nothing but dirt. You are just anointed 
dirt. Touch somebody because they didn't hear what I said. And the only thing that gives you value is the anointing. My God. Oh, my God. When you start seeing yourself the way you really are, you're going to see that you're not nothing but a one writer said a worm. Hmm. You dressed up with your hair curl, suit on, and a necktie. You ain't nothing but an anointed worm. That's all you are. But all that do, your God have just put a little of his glory on you. But he put some glory on you so that he can get some glory out of your life. He don't ask you for nothing he didn't put in you. He put glory in you. Can I get somebody to say, he put glory in me? Or is there anybody here say, he put glory in me? And he can get glory back out of me. Is there a witness in this house? Oh God, anybody, anybody feel the need of power? Lord, I need power to break out of the chains that I have. Some of us been in church and we have picked up a habit and the habit have us. We try to get rid of it. H-A-B-I-T. You get rid of the H, you still got what? A bit. Get all the way down to the last two syllables of it and you still got it and you've been trying to break it but we need power to break that yoke so that I can become what God has called me to be we need power and God sent trouble so that it will cause us to pray and when you pray the power come behind the prayer and we want God to bless us Lord, give me power. Hallelujah. And I want you to give, don't give up on power. I want you to keep right on praying and start thanking God for your trouble. Is there anybody here know that if I didn't have some trouble since I got saved, I would have backslid? Oh, y'all the sweet people. Y'all the saved because y'all decided to be saved. But amen, sometimes when you think you got money, God will let you know your money going to run out. God will let you know when you think you're all healthy and everything. I work out every day, but God will let something touch your body to make you start praying. Is there a witness in the house that know what I'm talking about? Every now and then, you can't do what you used to do. Because God wants you, God will get you if he had to kill you. Is there a witness in the house? God wants to use you for his glory, but he can't use you without the power. And in order to get the power, he got to bring the trouble. And some of us are some Jonas. We going in the opposite direction of where God wants us to go. And what God going to do is going to make a fish swallow you. And he said, Jonah cried out and said, from the belly of hell. Some of y'all have been in the belly of hell. Anybody will tell me now, I've been in the belly of hell. Anybody? And in the, he said, from the belly of hell, I cried out. When I cried out from the belly of hell, the power came. When the power came, the fish threw me back up. And when the fish threw me up, 
I went to Nineveh and I preached the gospel there in Nineveh. God is calling us for some greater works. Amen. Touch your neighbor and say, get over yourself. Do you know what, the, you know what Jesus said? If any man would be my disciple, let him do what? First, 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 and do what? Don't take up your cross without denying yourself because the cross will crush you. But deny yourself, pick up the cross, and follow me. Amen. All right, we ready for the power. Y'all ready for the power? Y'all ready for the power? We've been praying. The praying that we've been doing is a simple, uh, we call it the Lord's Prayer, but actually it's the disciples' prayer we've been praying. And as we are praying that prayer, in my mind, I I have a vision of God is doing some great and marvelous things for us. And the Lord was revealing to me the other day that if the people would just get on one accord, it's not based on their ability. And the Lord was showing me something through this homeless man of what he will do. What God has let me know, if what you got don't do it, I'll raise up a people that will. I'll raise up the most unlikeliest person. Because when I raise them up, I'm going to get my most glory. And when I start getting my glory, don't try to stop me because I'll slay anything that's in the way that will try to hinder my glory. God got to be glorified. He has to have his glory. I want to say to you, God want to raise us up. But if we won't raise up, he'll squash you and he's going to raise up somebody to get this work done. Amen. We got a whole lot to do. We come Sunday after Sunday, sit on the seat and just get fat. Now, I'm not talking about your physical condition because I'm overweight myself a little bit. Just a, just, just a tiny bit. I might be a tiny bit overweight myself. But I'm talking about we are glutton on the word of God. We are fat. And we are doing nothing with that word. We are letting little small stuff And we'll make an excuse for us not performing. There is no excuse for not performing for Jesus. Do you think I would start, if if six people came in the door and cussed me out this morning, I'd have still been in this pulpit preaching. Amen. So you got to realize it's not about you. It's about God. Bishop, how can you do it? Because the Bible said, if your enemy hungry, feed them. And if they're thirsty, give them drink. Amen. God will bring you to a place that you can feed your enemies. And once you get to that place, God can get the glory out of your life. Give God a hand praise for your enemies.